Napa know-how. Why should you get a five-quart jug of Napa conventional oil plus a Pro Select oil filter for $15.99? Because the dog days of summer are just as hard on your engine as they are on you. So get your five-quart jug of Napa conventional oil plus a Pro Select oil filter for just $15.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General state's pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.19. I know, you know, we know why. I know, you know, we know why. You feeling my baseline, feeling my, feeling my baseline. You feeling my baseline, you feeling, you feeling my baseline. What is going on? Happy Sunday and happy Mother's Day. This is the That Being Said podcast. Brought to you by Saunt Sports. This is Sports on Tap, and it's episode 532 coming at you from the Saunt Hub. This is actually 533. I apologize. Sunday night at 11.20 p.m. Pacific time. So we're talking 11.19. Same difference. 2.20 a.m. East Coast time. So we're trying to get you guys this good stuff for you right when you wake up on the East Coast. Talking about all the craziness today. I'm your co-host. Sammy Georgeur. And I am George Georgeur, and we're coming at you recorded and direct from the Sant Hub Sunday night. Happy Mother's Day to all those mothers out there. Um, all right, man. Let's just get let's get right to it. Before we get to it, um, as I say every single time, is don't forget, this is brought to you by Sports on Tap, and this is – well, sorry, it's brought to you by Sant Sports, which is Sports on Tap. You can find our website, sontsports.com. You can also find us on Apple and SoundCloud. And don't forget to go check out all our social media and support us there. Let's get into it, George. All right, man. Uh, I guess let's start off with the last game of the second round of NBA playoffs and the Toronto Raptors. And I guess I mean, there's no way to talk about this game without just starting off with the obvious uh, biggest story was with Kawhi's game winner and Kawhi's performance in this series. And a lot of people... Uh, are starting to call Kawhi Leonard the best player in the league, and there's obviously an argument to make for that. Um, but there's two things here. It's can Toronto finally get over the hump and make the NBA Finals in the next round, and what, what to do if the Sixers, uh, their season's over. Jimmy Butler is uh, a free agent. Tobias Harris is a free agent. Um, I I don't know which one would you rather start with. You I was gonna start? say you no, just no. mentioned. No, no, every... I, I, I'm just I'm just painting the picture. Well, for let's everything. talk Kawhi's so, game but, winner. Yeah, but I where mean, do you want to start? With? You want to start with Toronto? To Kawhi's game winner. All right. I mean, like I mean, the whole the biggest story of the night is Kawhi's game winner, um, and I think that's what is the most important thing to talk about in this game, and we'll just kind of roll from there. Uh, the one of the luckiest game winners of all time, but obviously there's a lot of skill that goes behind all this, but. Don't think I've ever seen a game winner in such a big moment like that. Game seven, you know. Well, actually, uh, uh, it, uh, the first ever game winner in game seven history at the buzzer. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like buzzer beater in a game seven in NBA history. That's actually very interesting. Yeah. Well, what I meant, I wasn't really, wasn't just specifically talking about a game seven. I'm saying in a moment like that and having such an interesting way of it going in. So after everything that, you know, it like I was saying after it being a game seven. That's oh, my computer. After it being a game seven and being in Toronto, his first year there, a team that's kind of been cursed in the playoffs, yes. to hit this shot against a team in Philadelphia who's supposed to really have championship aspirations, 
And Toronto was supposed to, but not, I don't think as, they don't have the same firepower. This shot hits front rim. It was almost like the crowd was silent. If you listen to the broadcast. Even the it was broadcasters like, are silent. And you heard the clink, 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 clink. And then just goes through and everyone just, oh my God. And just seeing that and seeing the emotion from Kawhi Leonard. I know it's a I'm running the most joke. Emo- I mean, emotion from Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> a running joke. You know, he says, I'm a fun guy. I'm, I'm not weird. I'm not any different. But you really get to see a raw side of Kawhi Leonard in such a cool moment of his career. And I thought that was the biggest story here is this is a type of moment that can make him stay in Toronto. Um, this is a type of moment that can kind of keep Toronto – well, like keep Toronto in their own sweepstakes for Kawhi Leonard because – Mom, a second round bounce is much different than having a much legendary shot in franchise history going to the Eastern Conference Finals where now if you're competing against the Bucks and you guys look like you're close, maybe Kawhi Leonard really reconsiders staying. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Um, if that shot didn't go in and we would have went to overtime, we would be talking about, oh, is Kawhi leaving that or not, right? I mean, that would be the big story. If we went to overtime and what? They won, and, and, no, 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 no. I said if they went to overtime and lost. You didn't say that. You said if they went to overtime. That's all you said. All right. Well, <laughs> if they went to overtime and lost, they would have. Uh, that that would have been the big storyline of a night. Is was Kawhi Leonard leaving Toronto or not? Right. That would have been kind of the biggest storyline. And oh, the Sixers are in the Eastern Conference Finals. But now, I mean, like you said, it's the biggest shot in franchise history. You saw him celebrating with his teammates. You saw the raw emotion. Part of Kawhi Leonard as a human being, I believe, when you go through things like that and you feel the emotion, you feel the excitement, and you did it for your teammates, if he's leaning one – if he was leaning L.A., who knows with Kawhi Leonard, but if it was 60-40 L.A., a couple points had to at least go back to Toronto's side, right? I mean, it can only help his chances in staying in Toronto long term. Yeah, see – I don't know. I don't look at it exactly that way just because, like, I really, as much as we all pretend, he could have in his head right now 0% he's going to. Right, absolutely. We don't, none of us know. No, so that's I'm why not, I said if that's the case. Well, no, I'm just saying I'm not looking at it like a percentage wise yeah. thing. I'm just saying Kawhi Leonard, he seems like a pretty even keel guy. I don't think he's looking at it um, comparing cities right now. I just think it's all. I genuinely believe he doesn't even think about the free agency stuff. But w- the way I see it is it's all part of the journey, right? So I just think in general, it's almost as obvious as it is like with the storyline. If the shot didn't go in today and they lose in overtime, mm-hmm. we're now his mind shifts to free agency. Instead of shifting to free agency now, it's kind of a whole right. other amount of time, another series, another opportunity for his mind to be on Toronto and just Toronto, which I think is always going to be a benefit to them because obviously the further they go probably means the better chances. And the further they go means the less time he's probably thinking about the next move or off season. And I mean, for him, I think the big thing he's had his moment in San Antonio, right? Finals MVP beat LeBron James. I know he had a great team around him, but he was the finals MVP and won an NBA championship. This is his first great moment in Toronto. I don't know as a guy if you're going to want to like, okay, I left San Antonio where I had my MVP moment Mm -hmm. and I had my NBA championship moment. Comes to Toronto, like we're the only team in Canada. Now I'm the superstar here. I had that game winner in a game seven, my legendary moment. Like 
am I ready to let go of that? Now go try something else and see if I can find a moment, win over the fans. Like he officially is like the guy for Toronto sports, right? He's the, he's a legend already. Right. And I mean, he'll only I get, grow more, but I don't know if he wants a new beginning already. Well, it's kind of cool. I mean, I guess at one point, if you stay in Toronto, you kind of can own the whole country, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're Canada's guy versus you go to LA, you're LA's guy, but you're sharing the spotlight with LeBron James if he's if you're on a cl- on the or Clippers. whoever else shows up. Or whoever, no, yeah, but if you're on the Clippers, you're yeah. sharing it with the Lakers, right? I mean, the Lakers are always going to be the better franchise. If you go to the Lakers, right now LeBron James, whether Kawhi is a better player than LeBron today, it's still LeBron James is a bigger name, I, I mean, from the global community. But yeah, I mean overall, man, this just helps Toronto, man. If you're Toronto, if you're Nick Nurse, if you are, um, God, I'm spacing out on their GM's name, uh, Masai, Masai, right? Jury, Masai Jury, you're very, very pleased, and you must like your chances a lot more. To if you're not sure about Kawhi Leonard and you don't know anything about him, just that shot going in makes you a little more comfortable. Yeah, right? like I said, it's it's not even about thinking about chances. I really think for them it'd be like. Okay, good. This is more time with him with the team, right. doing something special and fun. The shot, I think that's the way that I'm and, seeing and, it. And, and you know Kawhi's in a fun. He said he's a fun guy. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, my thing is <laughs> he's he actually – well, this is – this is all jokes aside, this is actually that fun moment. You know, this is – forget what the chances are. Forget about what teams he's thinking about going to because none of us actually know the answer. Right. He could be thinking about going to the Knicks while all we're talking about is Clippers or Lakers or right. maybe he's thinking about going to the Warriors if KD leaves. You really never know, right? Yeah. Oh my God. So, <laughs> I mean, I, what I what I think is if you're Toronto, you, have, you just see it in the sense of this shot, first of all, gives him a moment, right? Without the moment, like now he's going to be headlined today tomorrow right. morning newsstands all of toronto everything's just gonna be Kawhi leonard Kawhi leonard right 100 while that moment just adds to the maybe him loving toronto and on top of that it extends the season which i think first and foremost for the gm for the coach for the players that want him to stay it's like i said it's more time with the team less time thinking about oh should i go somewhere else and i think I all that's a huge benefit um the one thing i do want to say though positively and negatively the one negative i'm going to say here is uh, pascal siakam was supposed to be this next big hit in the playoffs yeah. he's been pretty lackluster marcus Sol is supposed to be old he's been playing fine but you know nothing special kyle lowry's not been playing that great either um he's been kind of carrying the shit out of this team kind of and the worry is if you're Kawhi leonard and you really keep just carrying you lose the bucks and you were carrying i do see a situation where he might look around and say Man, we're not. We can't trade Kyle Lowry for anyone. Like, well, what, where's that going to go? Marcus old. old. It was a good trade for a filler piece this year. Pascal in the playoffs. And if you was keep, supposed to be the next big thing. And if you keep Kyle Lowry, I mean, Kyle Lowry doesn't seem like. I'm not trying to say him and Kawhi don't have a friendship, but I mean, we've heard all year Kyle Lowry's pissed off that he traded his best friend. Yeah, but that's kind of toned down a little bit. No, no of course it's toned down. He's not going to say it publicly, but. Who knows what kind of relationship they actually have? I have no idea. I'm not saying they have a bad relationship. I'm just like we do in everything. You speculate. Shit. Yeah, I think the relationship. I, I'm assuming it's fine. Otherwise, we would have heard something about them not getting along or whatever it is. But my thing is, Kyle Lowry is 33 years old. Next season, yep. playoff time, 34. We've seen LeBron take some hits, turning 34. Well, and Kyle Lowry in the playoffs has never been really the uh, 
greatest example yeah. of a stellar ever. performance. But that's my ever. point. He's going to be yeah. he's 33. He's going to be 34. But I mean, usu- this guy. Usually at 34, I think you turn the corner in the playoff performance, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I think he he's, just, he's already been bad. It's like what what more is a 6'1", little bit of an overweight point guard going to be doing at 34, right. 35? And Kawhi's in his mid-20s looking to be a guy that yeah you know, and that's a one thing with Kawhi we forget Kawhi is what 26 i think he's 27 he's 27 Jeez. he turns 28 next month but okay but he still that means he has his next four three years, four three to four years are the be- gonna be probably the best in his career yeah we haven't seen prime quiet he's gonna win an mvp probably in the next couple next year or two him and Giannis. Uh, he somewhere. should yeah um the positive i wanted to mention is which this is going to connect too much. We'll talk, we should talk about this at the end. Mm. But it has to do with him shooting 39 shots. Yeah. And it has to do with James Harden and CJ McCollum and comparing how some of these guys really took the ball in their right. hand and said, like, let me win this. While James Harden, who I was telling you before the podcast, I'm kind of out on as my number one guy. And I don't mean out because really, like, if you if I go down a list, yeah, he'd still be, like, the sixth guy probably yeah. that I pick. But, like... Kawhi Leonard showed me a little something today. Yeah, you shot like shit. Six for 39. 16 for 39. It's not good. Right. Right? It's far below. It's what? Like 38%? 16 for 39. Well, 50%. Yeah, like 37.5%. Yeah, not, not great because he was two from nine from three. But he really just showed like whatever. I'm going to shoot. And I'm going to make sure we right. win. If right. it works, 100%. it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. CJ McCollum did that. James Harden didn't. But I... I'll circle back to that when we get to talk about the Warriors right. Portland. We talk about the last game of the Rockets because I don't want to talk too much about that until we get there because I can talk about it every series. But Kawhi Leonard shooting 39 shots today showed me that he does have that extra, like, like give me the fucking ball. I'll just take I care want of things. Win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess a lot that we that was a lot to unpack there about the Raptors. Uh, I want to say a couple things on the Sixers real quick. They have an off season with a lot of question marks. Yeah. Like, all right, Jimmy Butler, free agent, right? Um, you you got uh, their head coach, uh, Brett Brown. A lot of rumors that he's not going to be making it out of this uh, with, a, with a job, basically. You have, if you go look at Ben Simmons, still has no jump shot. Tobias Harris, free agent. Joel Embiid, great, but he has health concerns. Yeah, obviously, he's the most important piece and best player on the team. I saw a stat today, and I'm going to get the numbers pretty, not completely wrong, but wrong. There were over 90 points in the positive of Joel Embiid on the floor this series, and over 100 negative with him off the floor, plus minus. Like, I don't know the exact number, 107, 108, or 90, 91. I'm not sure exact number, but over 90 over on the series with Joel Embiid on the floor, and minus over 100 with him off the floor. So I've heard a lot of like buzz, like, oh, you got to probably build around Simmons over Embiid if you have to choose one because uh, Embiid's health is a question mark. I'm ready to gamble on Embiid's health, man. This guy, first of all, you saw him after the game crying. The guy cares a lot more than anyone else on the court. I didn't see this video until now. This one, he's crying like freaking hard. Oh, yeah, he's really crying. He really cares. And like the one in the, did you see the one in the hallway, this one? Which one? Let me see. Yeah, I saw this one. He's like weeping. Yeah, he's weeping on. He really cares about basketball. I didn't he, even see Ben Simmons after the game. I, ben, well, because Ben Simmons was looking for his jump shot after the game too. It was missing, and he's missing. Boom, roasted, dude. Like, okay, but maybe Ben Simmons works out on his jump shot all summer, but 
if you if if you're the Sixers, wouldn't you call the Pelicans this offseason and just try to put together a package that involves Ben Simmons for Anthony Davis and pair him with Joel Embiid? I mean, why not? Because that's not what you want in the NBA right now. But maybe you can change something. But I'd be concerned that you go to an NBA Finals and you can't play Anthony Davis and Joel Embiid against Golden State Warriors. Okay, that's true. But then <laughs> and then you're like, fuck. Yeah, that's, that, that's very fair. <laughs> you're like, shit, what do we do now? Yeah. That's, but, that's the only... I'm just saying, like, there has to be something Unless done. you sign Jimmy Butler and then do that trick, so you can have a Jimmy Butler and True, true. I mean, I, yeah, it's a lot of hypotheticals, but I'm just saying, if you had to choose between Embiid and, Butler, uh, and Simmons for some reason, for some reason, and you might not have to choose. You might be able to keep both. I've heard I, I, I'm keeping Embiid and I, I'm putting all my eggs in the Embiid basket. Yeah. Um, so they were plus forty one with him. Oh, Today? Sorry. No, no, it was Game Six. He was they're plus forty in Game Six with him on the floor minus twenty with him off. They are now in the playoffs plus one hundred and thirty three and bleeds on the floor. Yeah. Um. And then today they were plus ten with him on the court, minus twelve with him off. Yeah, this is almost LeBron 2018 Cleveland esque, where and that team had much less talent, obviously, right. but yeah. which, you still which shows how much LeBron. maybe how crazy Joel Embiid is. But that plus minus is kind of what LeBron was doing when in yeah. the playoffs. Like, oh, if I'm off the court, we lose. If I'm on the court, we can win. Um, and yeah, as much as I know that he has some injury issues. I'm sticking with Joel Embiid. And you know who I'm sticking with? Ben Simmons. I'm not trading either one of them. I'm not for Anthony Davis. I'm not. I'm rolling with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid because of a couple reasons. One, Ben Simmons is in year two, right? Full year two. Yeah. Yeah. We give up on all these. We give up on so many people so fast. I think he's really fucking good. I just just don't know. Is he going to learn to shoot the ball? Why wouldn't he? We, how many times have we asked this about other people in the but NBA? Uh, he uh, he kind of reminds me of Ray John Rondo. Ray John Rondo, you never can, got you, Yeah, but you can trust him to shoot a shot. Now you can. Yeah, and that's, ten years later, uh, that's fine. He won an NBA championship also. Yeah, true. I mean, th- here's the deal, Joel. I mean, Ben Simmons, he's not going to be your number one, which is fine. He could be your number two. I like. But can you win a championship if your number two can't shoot a jumper? Yeah, if you have J.J. Redick as a guy there that hits jumpers. He's a free agent this year too, right? It's either this year or next year. So you either sign another one year with them or a two-year, like, 20 minutes. I I actually think – I could be wrong. If you can check uh, Redick's contract. Redick, free agent. Tobias Harris, free agent. Jimmy Butler, free agent. And they don't have salary cap to sign all of them, obviously, but – I'm keeping Redick and Butler if I can. Uh, and, yeah, he signed a one-year, twelve point two five million. So, so they have did. a lot of question marks. I mean, they're all, they were kind of all in this at this point. He's unrestricted, yeah. Well, they got there's a lot of que- that team can come back next year looking totally different. Yeah, I mean that the next year. I mean, they might have a max slot, right? Then they should, right? At that point, because no Simmons idea. and Embiid are pro- well, Embiid. Kicks into his max contract, right? Correct. Uh, Simmons is still on his rookie contract next year. Last year of his rookie contract. So. You know what? I have no idea to be Me either. So yeah, <laughs> I just think they do, but they could look a lot different. They could. they could look much, much different. 
um, they'll keep one of those pieces. They Jim should. Butler, Reddick, Harris. Now the problem is, um, here's my thing. Here's my couple of things I want to say about this team. We kind of already went through the Ben Simmons yeah, and Embiid. Yeah. I say keep Ben Simmons and Embiid because at the end of the day, and I agree with you, this on team lost in a game seven before going to the conference finals with a team that was put together with 20 games left of the year. And it's teams like, I know Embiid is what in his fourth year now, but it's really the second, second full healthy year. Yeah. Yeah. But not just that. It's not that they've, this is not an utter disappointment. I know the talent looks like it's a disappointment, but they lost first of all to a great Toronto team. It was like one of the top five teams in the NBA. And I have, so far the best player of the playoffs yeah and this Sixers team as deep as it looks for the starting five the best the guys off the bench today were Mike Scott James Ennis and Greg Monroe jeez I mean Greg Monroe played two minutes so it's Mike Scott and James Ennis you had Harris Harris 42 minutes Embiid 45 Simmons 42 Butler 43 and 35 year old JJ Redick with 40 minutes so this wasn't sustainable and they had to give up a lot of their depth I say roll with most of the guys you got. Obviously, if sign if you can sign Jimmy Butler, sign Jimmy Butler. Let yeah. Tobias go sign a max somewhere else. You keep him beating Simmons. Run it back one more year and see what you can do. Okay. Yeah, and I, I say you fair. keep Brett Brown because I think it's like an asinine thought to think this game, which this was a report today, right? That if he loses today, his job's gone. It I, could be. It was. I, I know. Well, but I, I think it's asinine to put a guy's job based on a game seven on the road that you lost by a game winner that bounced in four times. I was going to say, like, okay, have the ball bounced off the rim. Oh, it keeps your job. <laughs> like, like, so, like, the rim, like, he, like I, I hate that notion. Like, if you want to fire him and if you, you don't think, think he's a good coach, then fire him. Then fire him, whether they won this game or not. Yeah. But, I mean, if it's based Mike on Malone's this Malone's not getting fired by Denver today because they lost. Oh, but he should now because, no, nah, I'm kidding. Mike Malone's a great coach. But no, I, I'm with you on that. It's a dumb theory. Like, oh, if they won this game today, we, we he should keep his job. But then he lost a game, like you said, on a buzzer beater that hit the rim four times or five. Now he has to lose his job. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. Keep Brett Brown. Run it back. I, I just – it blows my mind to think that they're really going to fire a guy that had to roll with a starting five that plays 40 minutes plus and have no bench and – Try to incorporate five guys that need the ball a lot in a twenty-game stretch. And Man, say, all like, this oh. five guys talk. Uh, and this episode is not sponsored by Five Guys Burgers, but like, you said the word five guys like four times there, or five. There are five guys. There. You know, like, and I, you just made me think of Five Guys Burgers. So I apologize for your late-night hungers. If, if Five Guys is listening, you can send a check. Sponsor us anytime you want. Um, that's all I got on this series. I Same. guess we can we can do quick talk about the next series. After we get to the other game? Yeah, well, I guess Eastern Conference Finals, just initial thoughts. We'll talk about it as the series moves on. But if your initial thoughts, who do you think is going to win? I got Milwaukee. Game one's, game one's Tuesday. Wednesday. Game one, Rockets, Warriors, Tuesday. Are they playing the same oh, game? Oh, so maybe maybe tomorrow night we'll get another podcast going about round two previews or yeah, Tuesday yeah. early morning. Yeah, I like okay. that. Um, but early thoughts, I got Bucks and seven. Yeah, exact same. I think it's going to be a really close one because Kawhi is going to come up big some games. The, both their teams are structured very similar. And like Eric Bledsoe and Kyle Lowry and the like Chris Middleton, you got like a Danny Green or Pascal Siakam, whatever you want to consider it. Yeah. Kawhi and Giannis, Marcus Gasol, and they got Brooke Lopez. Like it's a very like 
similar structured team. And, and you know what's funny about like I know Kawhi is an okay three point shooter, but it's the, the these two stars don't rely on their three point shots. Except for I think Giannis is shooting like lights out from three this playoffs. Yeah, he's playing better at three, and he's gonna get a, become a better three point shooter. But I'm just saying in general, like it's not only about the they're not like. While in the Western Conference Finals, you got with Durant out, Dame and uh, Steph Curry as the stars, and Clay Thompson, and they rely on threes. It's like completely two different series. It is. It's completely different. But yeah, Giannis is shooting thirty-two percent from three. He's not killing it actually, but it's not bad for what he was. One, we make he's making a three a game in the playoffs. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's completely different. This is going to be two hard-nosed, good coach, defensive mid-range. Exactly power game like blue collar basketball versus like the west coast like we shoot threes the northwest yeah, completely san fran different. versus portland well like, I, mean, I mean like even today's game with the raptors and the uh sixers reminded me of old basketball like the game ended in the 80s nine ninety two to 90 yeah Nine, yeah close. like it was in the 80s most of the game yeah, under 100 points um it's going to be an exciting series. Absolutely. I'm, I'm actually more excited to watch that than Portland, Golden State, just because I think Portland's still much better. Than, I mean, Golden State's much better than Portland. Me, me too. I'm not that I'm not excited about that series, but I think the matchup is so good between Toronto and Milwaukee that I'm excited. I, I guess it's good to that, right? For a um, we both say Bucks in seven, but what do you think of the Denver-Portland game today? I actually don't. There's not much to take out of that game other than I, I guess I'll go first. Uh, Denver two young stars are really young and they're going to be uh they're going to be a problem here in the upcoming years from the west is a great step up for a team three young to- stars too gary harris is jamal murray yeah. and Jokic. i mean all those guys whether you want to call like gary harris or jamal murray stars yep. all three of those guys if they can stick together you can have something extremely special yeah absolutely so i, I at the end of the day like this is a i know like the Nuggets are disappointed they're not in the Western Conference Finals, right? But yeah. at the end of the day, I think if they look back at this season in six months and going into next season, like that was a great step up from where we were, where we thought we'd be before the season started going through. We didn't make the playoffs last year, and we went to Game 7 in the Western Conference Finals as a two-seed. Successful season. It didn't end the way they wanted it to end, but it was a successful season. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day... Now it's like you said, the the idea is to make a Western Conference Finals next year or right. Finals. I mean, you made it out of the first round after not being in the playoffs. Right, it's a big plus. And, and win seven season. games. Yeah, um, they're just a little shaky because of the youth right now. I mean, I think so. They went seven against uh, San Antonio also, and the road woes are a little bit. I remember they were thirty four and seven at home this year. Right. They had a losing record on the road, I believe it was, or a 500 record. So that's the kind of stuff will get better as they get older. But, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to say something that sounds ridiculous, but I'm going to say something that might sound ridiculous. Oh, here we go. With Jokic, Murray, and Harris. It's, it's, what time is it right now? It's uh, 11.45 yeah, p.m., yeah, which yeah, is it's ridiculous time. time for ridiculousness. Ridic- ridic- Actually, I, I think you're going to slightly agree. Um, th- it's very San Antonio Spurs-ish mm-hmm. because – I would have never considered Manu and Tony Parker superstars right. or even they probably are not all-stars if they were in losing franchises. So Gary Harris and Jamal Murray 
can be the like Manu and Tony Parker for Jokic, which would be like the Tim Duncan. That's a longstanding guy that is never really going to complain, give you problems. They could turn it into a reduced version of the Spurs dynasty. I know you're not telling me that you think they're both going to be Hall of Famers right now. Who? Who's both? Murray and Harris. No, I think neither one of them could be Hall of Famers. Yeah, but you're saying saying, the roles that they're playing are very similar to the roles that... The supplementary roles that Parker and General. First of all, it's really hard in the NBA to be a point guard now Mm -hmm. that's going to be considered to be like Tony Parker, Hall of Famer esque, because guys like Drew Holiday average 25 points. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, it's a a great Um, three building block. Yeah, but my point is you can have a Jamal Murray and a Gary Harris that are your two and three that are reliable, good guys that are going to do their job Mm -hmm. with a Jokic who's going to do the same and be a much reduced. San Antonio Spurs, which I'm saying I could see this three peep, these three guys core having a championship under the belt one day if they continue to develop. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And now Paul Millsap is going to be a free agent after his season. I don't know if he's going to resign. I don't know much about the, to be honest about what his thoughts are on free agency. But um, yeah, they'll be back next year. And I, at the end of the day, this is a team that had a really good building block for the future, and I like. I like that comparison you did, even though I tend to compare the Bucks more to the San Antonio Spurs. But I also agree with you on the Denver Nuggets are kind of like the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, it's probably part of having like Euro player, or like having a foreign guy. That's probably what and it being is. like smaller market. I like both of them. Oh, Giannis, he's Greek. Guys, yeah, smaller market and like I know it's funny. We never say like uh, the Warriors remind me of the Spurs dynasty. Spurs dynasty, yeah, or uh, or. Miami Heat. The Miami Heat. Or like yeah. no, they have to have a their best player has to be a foreign tall guy. Yeah. I, I have one more thing to say is we can't sleep on the fact that Michael Porter Jr., if he can be healthy, yes. could turn into he was the steal of the draft if he ends up being healthy. Yeah, and he we never the, know. You never know, but it sounds like throughout the year they have high hopes for him to be back next year. I mean we saw Ben Simmons take the year off to, for these same reasons. Um if he can be a as good as Ben Simmons would be amazing. Right, that's good, I'm saying as good as Michael Porter Jr. is supposed to be. Yeah, uh, this team's gonna have something really special. I did want to say one thing before we move on. Two things. Sorry, Jokic is great, awesome. He's gonna be a great player. I just wanted to recognize the fact that he's very interesting. Like one of the most boring yet most fun players to watch. Yeah, I was going to say he's the most entertaining. Yeah, it's very boring. boring uh, It's like Tim Duncan, one of the most boring, but wow, you're great. Moments. And last but not least, I just want to compare him to Arvita Sabonis because no uh, no one's done that yet. Have people done that? Oh, my God. I was listening to two different broadcasts today and a podcast the other day. And like, you know who, you know who Nicholas Jokic still reminds me of? Shocked. Big boy, big white guy. Arvita Sabonis. Oh, why? (laughs) (laughs) Why? I wonder. Okay, what I was gonna say is Isaiah Thomas is a really interesting situation. I want. I, do you think he's gonna get signed by any team? Yes. Who? The Boston Celtics. For what? Like a one-year, one million dollar deal? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, ask Brad, give me one more chance. And yeah, he, I, I'm telling you right now, he's gonna sign with the Boston Celtics next season. We'll see. It's really sad what happened. It really is. Poor guy. He's All right. Back of the brink struck. Okay, to the real team that won here. The Portland Trailblazers, who lost Rodney Hood oh, to they won the game today. today. Yeah, who lost? <laughs> they won on the road in Denver. They lost Rodney Hood. They lost Nurkic earlier this year. Everyone kind of counted them out. 
And now they're going to the Western Conference Finals for the first time since 2000. dollar time. Big ball, CJ McCollum, shockingly. Nice. Damian Lillard went three for 17, 13 points in a game seven. It wasn't Dame dollar time. On the road. Think about this. Three for 17, 13 points on the road in a game seven, playing 45 minutes, and the Blazers won. All right. Well, first thing, you know I know one crushes Dame for that, right? Because he put up shots and gave full effort, and that's one and two. We've seen him like make that shot earlier in the playoffs. Like we, we know, well, we've seen we, him make multiple. And we've seen shots. him do it multiple times. Like he, he had a bad yeah, game. He had a bad game. <laughs> he had a bad game. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's crushing him. Yeah, no, yeah. that's why I'm, I'm saying, not crushing. Like, I'm just saying it is mind blowing that you had Evan Turner and CJ McCollum winning a playoff game on the road <laughs> down the stretch, and CJ McCollum, like I said about uh, Kawhi Leonard today. Mm-hmm which disappointed me about James Harden is you see a guy who's saying, I'm playing the best on the court right now. Give me the damn ball. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a bucket. I'm putting the ball in the hoop. Yeah. And if it doesn't go in, guess what we're all going to say? Damn, he really had a great game and and gave it his all. Exactly. He didn't just say, oh, okay, never mind. I can't do it. And I do want to say I respect Damian Lillard so much. This oh, is part of the such Portland system. Such an unselfish system. superstar. Yeah, this is part of the Portland system, which he's saying – my guy's hot. I'm going to stay in the corner. You go score. You can see him celebrate with him. You right. can see him not being like, there's well, my shot. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't they have a very, very, very good relationship? Yeah, they do. But even if they didn't, I think that's just the guy Damon. Yeah, I agree with that. Because he's, I mean, everybody's talked about it. Everything I've heard or read about the season was Nurkic went down and Damon's leadership kept this team from to believe that oh, they you can tell his leadership just the way like he talks to his teammates on the floor the way he reacts to shots the way he carries himself yeah he's a leader yeah i well what i was saying is what we read what i read online was most people on the team talked about how much he was the reason this team still believed in themselves post nurkic injury because he pretty much put the team on his back and said like don't worry we can still do it here's how we're gonna do it Ennis Cantor, remember he talked about comparing him and Westbrook, how he said they're both great players, but Damian Lillard's a much better person to have leading your team. Remember? Yeah, absolutely. So this is kind of the whole meaning behind that when you see it. Unfortunately, I saw a tweet today, though, and I I remember I talking to you about this, (laughs) was, wow, these two teams really just fought their hearts out, the blood, sweat, and tears just to lose to the Warriors in four. Yeah, is is, is that a segue? (laughs) That's my segue. Because what, right. what do you have to say about the shot? It looked, it was MJ-esque, the push-off. Um, CJ McCollum shot. It was like the MJ push-off. Basically, but he didn't extend his arm as much. We did get one question, though, about the on uh, Twitter about uh, the Kawhi sh- series, uh, in Toronto series. I forgot to ask. Someone on pod that Twitter, by the way. You mean the Kawhi shot? Shot, yeah. <laughs> he said, was Kawhi, I, we saw Kawhi drinking blue Gatorade for your information. So he's going to the Clippers. Who said that? Fox. His name was well, not real Fox Sports. His name on Twitter. Sorry, we're going to look you up again. Fox Unleashed. Fox Unleashed. Well, maybe he just likes blue. It's Gatorade. not related. <laughs> I, 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 Great conspiracy, though. B- by the way, I'm taking uh, zero out of a blue Gatorade. You never know. Yeah, I just thought we, we should mention that. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I'm just saying. Conspiracy. I don't, you have to explain it. I'm just saying. No, nice yeah. conspiracy. Um,. Yeah, I have. I mean, it was really random time. Cause I don't know. I don't know where were we? Portland. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought before we get on to you said you let's move on to the next game, the Houston Warriors. I thought I'd just check our Twitter mentions. And Houston see Warriors. 
the Houston Warriors. Yeah, the Houston Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> said, before we move on to the next series, Houston Warriors. What's wrong with Houston Warriors? I don't know. The city and then the team name, and it sounds like you said the Houston Warriors. Yeah, well, I I don't think the, the Houston Golden State Warriors Rockets. Okay, yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I think I think Houston has lost their opportunity to get a, a mascot. We're just now. hitting late night. It's, it's almost it's midnight. It's midnight right. on the West Coast here. Okay, what were you going to say? You said I want to say one more thing before you move on. That was it. I was talking about the blue Gatorade. Oh. Do you take any? Do you take anything out of a blue Gatorade? No, I told you no. It's just a conspiracy theory. Right. Um, I, I gotta tell you something. We I'm have. Gonna go I'm gonna go on a quick tangent here. Are you ready for it? Sure. So you know how uh, on the Bill Simmons podcast, Ryan Rosello and uh, Bill Simmons have Jim Corner. Yeah. So I was talking to a good friend, uh, Suhad, uh, on the phone yesterday while you were getting ready for the party we were going to. And you know, it was a very random thought, but I want to get your thoughts on it. And I asked him, so you just moved to Kentucky, right? For those who don't know, uh, we live in Washington State. Our friend just moved to Kentucky. I was like, oh, so how do you like Kentucky? He's like, everyone here is really conservative, and I really like it. I was like, oh, what do you like about it? like the political stuff? He's like, no, when I go to the gym locker room, every, no one gets naked. They all wear towels around themselves when they go. And I haven't seen one ass since I've got here. One ass since I read it. I was like, wow, that's really interesting. I like that. I haven't seen one ass in the locker room since I got it. So because everyone's so conservative, they don't just walk around butt ass yeah, naked in the locker room. Yeah, he walks out naked. That's like, interesting. He's, he's like, lived- like, he said, wow, what a shocker. You can actually walk off your underwear until you get to the shower and take it off when you get inside. Well, it's interesting. I've never lived in a city where people aren't getting naked. In the- people are naked in the sauna, naked walking around. I know. Uh, that's in California. I lived in Orange County, LA area, Seattle, Miami. Do you everywhere. get naked? Uh, I mean, like I'm one of those like underwear comes off and quickly the towel comes off. Me too. On, like, I'm the same. And then I start walking. Like, uh, you might catch a glimpse of my butthole or a good glimpse of the balls. Like, if like you're a look- quick glimpse, if you're looking hard, you so you have to be like ready, paying for, like, attention. All right, yeah. he's about to take it off. I got, like, I got him. I pull the move like the bite the towel in my mouth, while, so it hangs over. Bite the towel in your mouth. With the- I hold the towel in my mouth so it hangs over my crotch when I take off my underwear, and then you just crab and wrap. It's very. It's like having a curtain. Wait, do you guys get free towels at your gym? No, I take towels. Oh, you take towels. So it's a long towel. No, it's standard. Because our towel. towel, like, like no, your towel is not four inches. So it would. I don't know. I don't, I've would. never thought about it. But you know, I told you that our gym is. Did I tell you what is going on with my yeah, gym? Yeah, your gym stopped giving towels. Yeah, stop giving away free towels. Probably because I took so many on a day to day basis home. Yeah, I the the most gyms don't give free towels anymore unless yeah, you like. That's why Equinox. you pay for Super Sport. Yeah, even though a lot of them don't give them anymore. All right, just all right. That, that's all I wanted to say. I thought you'd enjoy that. Yeah, the, I like that. I don't see butts anymore. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Speaking of to, assholes, let's talk about Chris Paul and the Houston Rockets. Yeah, I. Uh, well, first and foremost, quickly, so we can end on the Rockets Warriors series, just the last game. Any idea on the Warriors? Portland series, you think it's gonna be sweet? I think it's gonna be like a four-two. I think six games. I think well, Durant's probably not coming back to the series, right? I think he probably will if it gets close. If it gets close, I have Warriors in six. I have Warriors in six too. But I don't. I would not be shocked if it's in four. Yeah, or five. I also um, wouldn't be shocked if it goes seven. I, Warriors, I think either win in four, five, six, or seven. six or seven, or lose in four, five. <laughs> Yeah, one of those is for sure going to happen. You heard it here first. It will not be a three-game series. Heard it here first. Um, 
I'm taking I'm taking Warriors in six for now. Um, we'll see. I want to hear more about Durant. I want to see this team. Remember, we we once again got a very magical fourth quarter from Clay, from uh, uh, Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. But before that magical quarter, we've continued to see the bad side of Curry for uh, multiple quarters. Quoting myself, the so, horseshit quarters. Well, yeah, the horseshit quarters. We've seen a plethora of bad quarters, and that's obviously something that would be not of concern, but a slight concern for yeah, the yeah, Warriors absolutely. going into a big series. Um, but I know Clay Thompson kept them alive, so. We'll see what happens, but I'm taking Warriors in six. Yeah, same here. Um, let me start with this Rockets Warriors series because I'm I've been more of the James Harden defender, and I do think he is a top five player in the NBA. Um, not gonna disagree there. I do think that he does not choke. I've I've said this before this year. He's not a choker, um, but today kind of explains the what he's missing, which it has nothing to do with choking or not choking. It has to do something with having that extra dog in you um i'm getting completely i i completely agree with you it's something that lebron missed early in his career he missed it in that dallas series he missed it in some series when he was younger which was oh i have um i heard a great example today was cj mccollum at 37 9 and 5 mm-hmm. what i think it was james harden today at or game six at 35 8 and 5 mm-hmm. very similar stat lines right you look at game six of the Rockets and then you look at the game seven of the Blazers. Which game stood out much more? CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum. Because CJ McCollum decided, okay, 35. We have the same stat line, right? But what mattered most was CJ McCollum was playing good and said, oh, I'm kind of hot. Hey, give me the damn ball and everyone right. move the fuck out of the way. And if I miss this and we lose this series, so be it. I was hot. Or if um, I miss this shot, next time down the court, give me the ball again. Yeah, because I'm hot. And. James Harden didn't do that, and we saw it in Game Five. I know you you were getting very bothered with one shot with the last eight minutes. Mm. This game, he played a great game, but just became passive again later in the game. We've seen this to LeBron, like I said before in the past. It doesn't mean he can uh, never do it again, like or you ever can be passive, it. but you can't do it every time. And when it's elimination games right. and like do or die situations, if you're feeling out a series, I get it. Like Game One, Game Two. Um, but we saw CJ McCollum go out there and say, give me the damn ball. We saw Kawhi Leonard today say, give me the damn ball. We saw Giannis, even though it wasn't, it wasn't a uh, clutch moments or like fourth quarter moments, but against the Celtics, like game five, he pretty much said like, give me the fucking ball. I'm closing this series. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you saw that extra push and you saw Steph Curry elimination game, say fourth quarter. Okay. Now I'm not going to pass anymore. Right. And I'm going to score my big, that was my biggest disappointment of James Harden, James Harden. Cause with all the defending I've done for him, he still—I don't see him as a choker. He just doesn't have that extra okay. dog right now. For st- whether it's usage rate, whether it's he thinks him and CP3 are still on the same level, which they're not. He's much better. Right. Whether he—I don't know what it. Maybe he was tired, but whatever it is, it's just—it's unacceptable because you see these other guys go out there and say, "Give me the damn ball," and they go win, while James Harden stands back and it's almost like accepted the loss. Yeah, I mean, as I told you after that game, I felt like James Harden played good, but he didn't take that. He didn't show me that extra something where, like you said, hey, put the, you know they all say that expression. Oh, he put the team on his back. Kawhi like put CJ the team. McCollum, yeah. Kawhi, yeah. And Kawhi today put the team on his back. Steph in the fourth quarter put the team on his back. I felt like James Harden had an opportunity in Game 5 and Game 6 to say, hey, let me put this game on my back. 
And whether we win or lose, it doesn't matter. But this, we're going down like we got here with James Harden with the ball, and he just—I I don't felt like I didn't feel like he did it. Now, I could sit here and crucify him, which I've done before when he doesn't play good. But like at the end of the day, James Harden is what twenty-nine years old. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan won his first championship, I think, at twenty-nine. So I mean, I'm not saying Harden's going to win a championship next year, but. As of right now, this is what James Harden is. Is he going to have opportunities to change that narrative? Absolutely. Because I don't think... I think James Harden will be in the playoffs again next year. He'll be in the playoffs for the next five years probably. Yeah. (laughs) So he's going to have an opportunity to change his narrative. Will he do it? At this point, he needs to. It's not that he needs to. I think that's really unfair. way. Once again, this is why I'm saying I strongly disagree when it comes to his narrative... He chokes. No, he didn't choke. And I, well, I even disagree with the stuff about his narrative because I think he just doesn't necessarily take that extra step. He plays every game like it is the game. It's not a different game. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, but for me, that's not about changing your narrative because his narrative is kind of fine. I mean, if you look at a lot of guys in the league, um, how do I explain this? Like... There's so many guys in the NBA that are going to be great, great always, but maybe never win a huge series or win a championship. Right. And it's not that they – like Blake Griffin, his narrative doesn't need to be changed. That's just – it is what it is. But it is, James Harden has an opportunity okay, – I know you're not comparing the two. There's a difference between Blake Griffin, who his ceiling might be a top 25 player of all time, and James Harden, whose talent – and scoring ability has a ceiling of top 10 of all time. Is it, though? Maybe it's not. But that's Maybe what, that's what we're seeing in the playoffs. But I guess maybe that's where I get frustrated and I always get mad because I see the talent part of it. I see the... Yeah, but maybe it's not. But maybe, I'm, Okay, maybe I'm wrong about that. But yeah. that's I get frustrated about players like that. If Blake Griffin did that in the playoffs, that's Blake Griffin. But I actually think... I could be wrong, but I think James Harden has the talent to be a top 10 player of all time. And when he doesn't take that extra jump in the big game it frustrates me and that's why i get upset he does take an extra jump actually he just doesn't for some reason want the ball off two minutes left that's when the jump has no, but the, actually, if you want to talk about jumps like he did ha- he does he did carry the team in, through the playoffs but it just for some reason not in the last two minutes and it's not that he choked in the last two minutes no, he didn't choke huh he didn't choke yeah that's why i'm saying and it's not about like he carried the load. He showed up. He didn't choke. He just... He was... He was just stayed... He was fine. He stayed even keel in pressure moments, which in pressure moments, you want kind of the person that's... Okay. You, you want a nut job in the head. A guy that's yeah. like, give me the fucking ball because you guys aren't... like As much I love you, my teammates, but give me the ball. I'm going to do this. Yeah, and I completely agree. By the way, uh, before we get going on the uh, continue that, uh, the conference finals odds are out. They're on the TV right now that we're watching SportsCenter. Just want to discuss that. Blazers plus 375, Warriors mi- minus 500, Raptors plus 260, Bucks minus 330. Which one of the underdogs? They're both big underdogs. You know which one. Okay. Raptors. That's right. <laughs> Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's not make this a trick question. All right, here. Which one? Like, it's the Raptors. I mean, the Raptors have a solid chance of winning yeah. this series. I'm While surprised the they're that big of underdogs, by the way. Home court's going to make a big difference. You're right. It does. And, um, 
we can't forget that Giannis and the Celtics have had no trouble in this playoffs. Did they sweep the Celtics and then they Giannis went five? The I mean, no, they they sweep the the Pistons. Oh, you mean the Giannis have had and the Bucks had no problem. Yeah, that's what I meant. Giannis okay, and the Bucks had no I got, I got problems this playoffs. They swept the Pistons. I thought they lost one. No, they swept. They the swept the, they swept the Pistons and they lost one game to Boston. While uh, Toronto's coming, I guess Toronto lost one game to Orlando, but coming off a seven game series slugfest, basically. Yeah, against. Um, Against the 76er, which is a like, physical, tough team to yeah, play. Absolutely. There's an advantage in that, that Giannis and the Bucks have had a solid five, six days extra off. I, I completely agree. Um, but, yeah, the, it's it's the Bucks that have yeah. the better chance. Um, uh, we didn't get, I guess we didn't talk about Curry's game six performance. I mean, there, I mean, there's not much to say there, but I guess he really showed up in that second half for how bad he's played in, played in the series. Yeah, I mean, he literally played what? That was game six. So, f- how many halves is that? 12 halves? He played a, probably about 10 bad halves and two good halves the whole series. I, I would reduce that to two good quarters. Oh, two good quarters, right? Fourth quarter Actually, game. Two good quarters. Sorry. He, what, he played good in the third quarter of this game, too. Kind of. He played good in the last okay. three minutes yeah. of the third quarter. He's had like a total of 20, 50, 12, 24 minutes of like good stretch basketball. Twenty-four to thirty. Yeah. I, before we get to Steph Curry, let me just say this: Clay Thompson did keep them in the game. If it wasn't yes. for Clay Thompson's first half, they could have been down by fifteen or twenty. Right. And that comeback would have been much harder to do. Clay Thompson saved the season, and then Steph Curry put a giant, big old like, put my dick on the table. Like, what's up? Unbelievable. It was ridiculous. Um. The Chris shots you shooting was ridiculous. And Chris Paul, I guess, maybe pissed him off. Yeah, I know you want to tell the story. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone, most people probably have already heard it, but Chris Paul supposedly. I don't think that many people know this. Really? Yeah. Oh, I saw it on ESPN. I saw a bunch of plays. But Chris Paul reportedly told, so Steph Curry reserved the Houston Rockets court to take some jump shots, you know, pregame and stuff because you have to call in and reserve. So he reserved it. Chris Paul heard. So Chris Paul goes on the court and says, oh, I'm, I'm practicing now. And it's his home court so he can, you know, kick off anyone. So Steph supposedly went up to Paul. He's like, oh, that's cool, man. Uh, you're just here taking jumpers? Yeah. All right, I'll just take half the court. You can have the other half. And uh, Chris Paul told him to get off the fucking court, basically. And... Yeah, yeah, and he's like, "Fuck this guy." But it worked and in the first half. He did. I guess he needed his practice. Didn't shot. work. I mean, the guy just has been shitty all series. Yeah. It didn't work. I. It, that's an ultimate. I, I, just a stupid move by Chris Paul. There's no is need. It? it is. What do you mean? Is okay, it? I was There's gonna say, no isn't need. it like kind of like game gamesmanship? Like, isn't that what yeah. you want your? I mean, I guess. I guess if this was the '90s, we'd have been like, "Fuck yeah, brother!" Yeah, exactly. Sick ass like, move. I was thinking about like if Jordan did that to Charles Barkley, it'd be like an ESPN thirty for thirty, like right. The Savage. Now people are like, "Chris Paul's such an a hole." Right, but like it but is an a hole. I wonder if they won the game and Curry didn't play good. People have been like, "That was fucking sick." That was fucking sick. And yeah, I don't know. I was almost. Curry being the kick me off the court again was almost like fuck it didn't work now you look like a dude yeah but if he wins it's like damn he really got him exactly I wonder like the narrative changes just because of the second half that Curry had yeah it's tough I know because I, I can see that like like man I remember Michael Jordan 
Michael Jordan was such a badass. Charles Barkley was taking jumpers at the United Center, and he told him to get off the fucking court. And then he went and dropped 50 on him and beat him. Jordan was such a savage. That would be the story. Yeah, and it would be loved upon forever. Yeah, it would be loved upon. But, like, since they lost, I think it just goes to a different yeah, level. it's like, God damn this. Well, and the Chris Paul's kind of just that ass. Yeah. Like, not even me. Not that he's mean. It's just like that kind of like that petty... Petty, and then Curry. Everyone's like, "Oh, he looks so nice." Yeah, and Curry's just as petty as Chris Paul, but well, I agree. He's like, I would not be shocked. If Steph Curry did some asshole shit like that, uh, low key, of like course. things that people wouldn't find out about. Just kind of a dick, right? Like, like, oh wow, um, Damian Lillard was trying to put up jumpers at at Oracle, but the door was locked. Yeah, like, don't tell anybody I orchestrated this, but like, <laughs> yeah. for some reason they had to like do something with the floor before the game. Yeah, at that time. Oh, I like that the floor. That's a good yeah. one. They had to fix the rims or something. Yeah. Fix the floor. Um, yeah, I'm just disappointed in James Harden is all I had on that series. And Curry, we'll talk about it more when we preview the series about potentially the momentum that that's yeah. going to bring for him. Do you think uh, Boogie, uh, is they're saying Boogie probably will be back this series? Do you think that will, I mean, obviously it, uh, it's a p- new piece, but do you think you'll have any impact on this series? Probably not, and I don't think he's coming I, back. They're saying he's probably will come back this no, series. I said what they're saying. I just don't think he's going to. Like, I, I think the, it won't, there won't be a situation where he comes back in this series. Okay. I think it'll that's be the finals. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Do you I, think if Boogie comes back this, at some point in this season, will he have an impact? Mm, not really. Not really. Okay. To, uh, like, that's it sounds f- dumb to say because it's DeMarcus Cousins. He's still good, but this guy's coming off an Achilles injury on a team that's more of a fast pace yeah. up and down the court and then a popped quad, like ripped in half, right? Thigh. Thigh, that's quad. Isn't that Is it? I, th- I thought quad. No, hamstring is the back. back. Yeah, quad so is quad. Quad or thigh. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Right? Thighs yeah, I, are just the whole circumference. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, I think you're right. It's like, a quad. These are my thighs. So a thigh can mean your whole leg. I don't know, but these are my thighs. Yeah. People say this quad hamstrings. Um, it like popped in half. We saw it. I just don't see this guy being able to get on a court like against the Portland Trailblazers, for example. That game's going to be up and down and up mm-hmm. and down. Dame, CJ, Clay. Curry, how effective is he going to be? And then here's the thing with the uh, with the Trailblazers. They got a lot of big guys you can circle through. Mm-hmm. Zach Collins, Miles Leonard, um, Enos Cantor. Zach Collins is going to be on a national stage here, man. He's going to be the most hated guy. He's going to trend on Twitter twice through this series. Yeah, I like it, though. He, he's uh, well, what okay. you need in the NBA. He's like that Christian Leitner, like, Absolutely. What do you put the odds minus one thousand that there's an altercation between Zach Collins and Draymond Green? Well, I mean between them specifically, or like Draymond Green in general. Draymond Green and Zach Collins at some point will be. Well, they'll shove each other at some point. Yeah, at some point in the series, they will be have to be separated. They're both bitches though. They're not gonna do anything. No, no, of course not. They're holding me back, guys. Like, but it's just like, yeah, those are two guys that are gonna try to fight. Yeah, over under game two and a half. That they get separated. <laughs> under. Under. Right, cool. <laughs> under. But you don't answer it? Oh, I, I'm Just going, ask ridiculous questions without answering them. I'm going way under. Yeah. I'm going it, It'll be game one, game probably. One. Um, here's my hot take that I'm going to say again on the next pod. Okay. Um, which we'll do, we said, either tomorrow late night or Tuesday early morning yeah. and we get it out. Um, for round two, round three. Jeez. Conference finals Jeez, preview. Right conference finals, right? Yeah. Conference finals preview. Um, I I'm taking Portland in Game One, mm-hmm. and I think that's only 
That might be the only game they win all series. But okay. I'm going to take them in game one because I feel this weird Curry has a bad game again. They shock the world. Everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, look, they're going to lose. And then the Warriors go ahead and, like, win in Golden State, Portland, Portland, then win game five in Golden State. And we're like, oh, oops, never mind. Yeah, exactly. I have this weird inkling that they're just going to win game one for some reason just to make the narrative exciting. That's, uh, that's what happens sometimes. And then we're going to be like, oh, we're so stupid for falling for this. Fair enough. I like that. Um, That's all we got today? Yeah, I guess George George George's ridiculous uh, thought or theory of a day today. Or myth. Or myth of a day. Uh, I actually think that we will be hearing trade rumors for Ben Simmons this offseason. Doesn't mean I he'll feel like necessarily. That's like a known thing. He's never been involved in a trade. Yeah, I feel like that's the thing that everyone's saying. Well, I, I'm gonna give you a one today. Okay, what it's was fine. It out of five, right? One out of five. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I say it's Sunday night late. I don't. My mind is not getting like too creative right now. That was the one I just came up with right now. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a one. Okay, that's because fair. I, I, I feel like if you listen to Colin Coward, like the whole thing is, do you trade Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid? Like everybody's talking about that in the media. I feel like. Okay, fair. Um, I, I didn't say I'm bringing the heat right now. It's like, you ready for my theory? I thought it was just George or no, I like that. I'm one. so glad about this. I'm glad what? you're joining me with Crazy Theory of the Day. Crazy Theory of the Day is a superstar signs in Portland this offseason. Fucking five. What? Rains hella, and I hate like the Blazers. Could be Kawhi Leonard. Could be Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Actually, I just don't know their cap situation. Neither do I. <laughs> do, they, do they have room for another max contract? But I, by, I feel by like the way, someone like a Jimmy Butler or Tobias Harris will end up in Portland. Can I tell you something? If they if they have no room for any more max contracts, it's definitely a five because it's not possible. If, it, if they have space for max. Okay, that's fair. I could see it. If Does Dwight Howard the worst, count as a superstar still? No. He, okay. He's already signed. Oh, that's right. He picked up his option. Yeah, come on. You should know this, George. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, we'll be I back. I give it a five. We'll be back. It was a good one. Either uh, Monday night, which is tomorrow night, or Tuesday night, Tuesday morning. Sorry for yeah, our we have Tuesday conference we have finals the, we preview. Have a, we have Paul on the podcast Tuesday. We can merge them. We can merge them into one. I like that. Um, like I said, we'll either have it on Tuesday, so we'll probably do one Monday night. Cool, because we have to release it Tuesday early. Yeah, that's right. And then we'll have a podcast Tuesday night releasing. Uh, with Paul, which will be he's on his fitness journey, so you're going to be able to check that out. We'll give you all the information tomorrow night, also to be ready for it, and it'll be out on Tuesday. Um, it'll be an exciting time. Um, so we'll be back next three days. So yes, sir. S- stay tuned. You guys are going to enjoy that, hopefully. And uh, this was episode 533 of the That Being Said podcast. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. It's brought to you by. Sant Sports. This is Sports on Tap. You can find us on SONT Sports at SantSports.com. You can find us anywhere for the podcast. Well, on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just type in Sant Sports or type in that being said podcast. And you can find all our social media on the website. So go check it out. Go support. We have a bunch of cool Instagram accounts, a bunch of cool Twitter accounts. Um, we're great on Facebook. So go check everything out. We love the support. We appreciate it. And uh, George? Yes, sir. This is Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio. Redefined. Peace. Right now, you can get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the brilliant iPhone XR included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and an 18-month lease. No trade-in required. 
Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after 16-25 a month. Credit applied within two bills are canceled early. Your main balance due and limited basic after 9-30-20. Pay $32 per month per line with auto pay. Date to keep organization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply.